All right, all right, y'all. We are back this week for another fun mini series episode with the amazing JD Rogers himself. Today, we're talking about the ever so debated topic of can guys and girls just be friends? Now, this question is honestly pretty unique to the Christian culture as well because we make it all sorts of weird up in her, okay? A lot of people on one side do not think it's possible and think that at one point someone is bound to catch feels for the other person. Whereas I also know people who really think it is possible to have male and female friendships with very clear boundaries. So today, JD and I, we dive into what we believe about all this and how as singles currently in our lives, we are personally navigating our individual male and female friendships. So without further ado, here's my combo with JD on can guys and girls just be friends? JD, we are back. Yes, we are back a little different. And differently, let's say it. we are in person. What up? First time officially <laughs> meeting Miss Kate, Which... the professional <laughs> dating coach. I'm going to take full advantage of this opportunity. It's not every day you get a dating guru sitting right across the table from you, all the oh. way from California. You're in my city, Dallas, Texas. I'm in Texas. That's right. So exciting. And uh, well, it's an every honor. episode, I've been introducing you as the one and only JD Rogers. So you, you can't do that. Yeah, I'm doing it every time. Well, now I'm with the one, the only Kate Warman. <laughs> Woo-woo, you know her, you love her. <laughs> This is just me so fun already because we can do it all virtually. Like I know, I feel like I know you before mm-hmm. we even like mm-hmm. met in the flesh. Yeah, I was you know, like, that's my girl Kate. Yeah, right. I know her. But now we're doing it in the in real life. So mm-hmm. everyone, buckle up because this is gonna be even that much more amazing. Yes. Okay. Cannot wait. Uh, today we are talking about can guys and girls just be friends? Dun dun dun. Can they? It's the question everyone's asking. <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> And it's a Christian thing. I don't think that guy, the people outside the church as much think about it. They're totally. just like, oh, we just have friends that are like of the opposite gender. Totally. But it's when in the church culture, I find it's like this weird thing. And there's a lot of different opinions about it. So mm-hmm. um, I've had lots of debates uh, with lots of different people in my life about whether it's yes or no totally. <laughs> or somewhere in between. Yep. And so what do you think? <laughs> Hot take. I... <laughs> Well, I'll say this first. A lot of leaders in my life do not think it's possible. Right. They think that eventually someone must and will catch feelings. That's what I hear. Yep. And and like there's no convincing them of anything else. Like they are sure of it. And I take the stance, I actually disagree. Yeah. I think that some guys and girls can just be friends. Yeah. However, there are nuances to every hot take like this, yes. and I would like to talk about them and explore, you know, all my different thoughts on this. Why I think that is. Yeah. I also think that it it is rare that people, if they decide to navigate in these muddy and unclear waters of friendship with the opposite sex, it's very rare that you find people who do it maturely, intentionally, and well. Right. So I think That's a lot it. of these leaders are kind of over giving a, a strong opinion. Yeah, you know, they're because, being overprotective. Because they're like, mm-hmm. I have seen this go so wrong so many times. Let's just avoid it at all costs. Right. But what that creates in the church culture is just this over analysis of every move you make with someone of the opposite sex. You're just like, can I this? Can I that? And it just creates this like, no one's going to know each other because they're all afraid that they're going to 
you know, yeah, send the like wrong signals. Other, and, or, yeah, yeah, like each other. Which, that. which, oh my gosh, we're going to like each other at the end Woo. of the world. But it's like, so yeah, I agree. Like, I think in the church, this is unique to Christian yeah. culture. I think if a lot of people outside of the Christian culture heard this, they'd be like, what? Yeah, uh, they're like, what are you talking about? Yeah, this, this is so, is so weird. weird. Like, why are you having this combo? And so I happen to agree with you, and I've heard lots of different things on this as well. But I think, yes, guys and girls can be friends. What I would say is there's three things I say. I say, one, it's important to be on the same page. And that's where when you pointed out like it, you know, they're not doing it very maturely. Like that's the thing. Like, are they on, are you on the same page with that person? And so that just means like in the beginning, like if a guy and I are chatting and it seems like we're like, it's a friend thing, but I always call out like, Hey, I just want you to know, like really care about you as a brother. I want to be friends with you right? just so that there's no point of confusion within that, you know, because that's what I do. I probably over communicate, but like, that's what I try to do. Like, Hey, this is like, I think you're awesome. I want to be friends. I just want to make sure like we're on the same page to start. If we're going to like be chatting like this, you know? Totally. And I think a lot of this, it falls on the man. I think it's up to a lot of men. If you're going to try to be intentional and friends with someone of the opposite sex, it is, you're also signing up to lead with a lot of clarity and over communication. And I bet Kate, I don't want to get too personal, but I bet the reason why you over communicate like that and feel the need to is because you found yourself in a lot of what we call friendationships, right? Where you (laughs) are wanting a relationship with someone without the commitment and the title, like Mm -hmm. without the exclusivity that relationships bring. Yeah. And so you kind of fill each other's emotional void tank and maybe physical tank in different ways. You cross boundaries that you know you shouldn't, but you got there because someone didn't communicate. And you saw how it ended in wounds and different things. So therefore, you're like, I need to over-communicate. So and, we don't end up here again. And And now you probably deal with some insecurities of that, of like, man, I don't want to come off like I'm like, assuming he likes me right. you know like you know like yes. sometimes it can be like i don't want to say that because i don't want to make it sound like look you can't be friends with me and not fall in love with me so right. let me just get this rather bad you're my brother type like yeah. this, let me friend zone you like that's not what you're doing yeah but if, it's what you feel like you have to do because of the lack of communication probably in past friendships yeah that, that's right? true and i also know my own i will say on my end too i've had a tendency in the past to also just love friendationships. Like in my way past, it was like, that felt good, you know? And now yeah. I really just genuinely want to be, it's a check for me too. Like I genuinely care about this person as a friend. Um, and I want them to know that, you yeah. know? So there's that end on my, that I, that's why I also say it personally, but. And I feel like most people where they fall into the friendationship trap is after an experience that was hard, whether it be through the morning of a death um, just a dry season, maybe a, a breakup. Those friends, we start to enter into friendationships because we're like, I know I'm not in a place to be dating right now, but it doesn't mean that I don't have these this emptiness or these holes that I need to be filled. And instead of running to the Lord and to scripture and to different things, we run to a person, which is yeah. so, it's so common. And it's, and it's not like, it is in a way like your design. Like, yeah, it, that makes sense. Like we yeah. are wired for community and connection right. and intimacy. So there's a level where like everything you're saying isn't bad. Right. It's just when we are doing it and we're 
potentially even unaware of it because I do think I want to just say sometimes people are unaware of how much they're getting out of right. some of their male female friendships totally. like uh you have to wake up to the fact that like sometimes wait am I getting how many girls do I have in my if I'm a guy how many girlfriends am I investing into versus right. guy friends and vice versa right. because if that number is skewed it's like oh why am I just running if I'm a guy why am I only running to females to like talk about the depths of my soul <laughs> right and i've heard females do the same of yes. like running to a bunch of men and they do it in the name of like well it's just easier for me to hang out with guys yes, exactly. i'm way more chill than girls or i'm way more this or i had brothers growing up and there's some validity to that but like yeah. also that's just not what god intended like you are you need to run first and foremost to people of this like females to females males to males because yeah because of what we're talking about you'll start to enter into that kind of like you'll cross lines and it'll mostly feel like this person supporting you you know totally. and i do have like i could think of one amazing guy friend and he is like we definitely invest in each other's lives but mm -hmm. he isn't always the first person i call he's not necessarily the first person i call right. in the state of something really emotional right. he'll be like down the line, you totally. know, and that's how I function. I don't want to say it's like this black and white way, but I do think that we need to recognize friendships are happening all over the place. That's why people, I think, feel like they guys and girls can't be friends because totally. they end up in these friendships, which are confusing. Mm -hmm. And then somebody does catch feels because right. there's a lot of emotions being exchanged. Right. You know? And so let's say we don't want to create this fear culture in the church for guys and girls to hang out and community together and yeah. not assume we're all going to fall in love or right. cross physical <laughs> boundaries. So let's say, okay, I don't want to fall into a friendship, but I also do want to like be able to hang out with people and just no pressure, yes. hang out and make friends with people because like they have something to offer and all these different things. Like what would you say, Kate, have been some helpful things uh, for people wanting to be friends with someone of the opposite sex? Yes. So like I said, I first usually say it in the beginning, like, hey, at some point I say it like I make it clear, like mm -hmm. this is my friend. For me, I also... If I ever feel confused in any capacity, I bring that up. Like if I ever feel like, oh, this feels a little more flirtatious or they're maybe opening up in a more emotional way than they ever have in the past. That's not necessarily bad that they're expressing their vulnerability. I just want to make sure, like, are they leaning on me as somebody that is like their rock through this? You mm -hmm. know, like who else are they leaning on? So I'll have check-ins if I feel confused in any capacity. Yeah. And that's what I think like we're afraid to do. We're afraid to clarify with somebody and have a check-in because we don't want to come off as like intense or weird or that we're assuming that they like us. But I'm like, let's just be honest that sometimes things feel like they're like we don't know so let's have if you don't know it's your responsibility to at least ask right, <laughs> you right. know and, and that's where i see a lot of people play the victim card of like i don't know i don't know i don't know and then they're mm -hmm. living in the i don't know i'm like hey, did you ask yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> we overcomplicate it right of yeah. course yeah Hey guys, I want to take a quick break in this epic mini series with JD today to share something with you I think you're going to absolutely love as we close out this crazy year of 2020 and move into a fresh new year. If you haven't already heard me say it, recently I opened up on Instagram about having gone through a very unexpected heartbreak earlier this fall. Now, on top of all the 2020 ups and downs, I was not expecting that breakup. And maybe you felt discouraged or grieved by some different things that 2020 has brought. 
Maybe you also lost a relationship like I did, or maybe your dating life has just felt more bland and hopeless than ever before. Or maybe you've put yourself out there and just keep feeling discouraged with the results. The reality is it's been a really tough year for so many of us. And when it comes to our prayer life, it's actually been hard for so many people to find consistent rhythms. I mean, you think you'd be the opposite because we've been home more during the pandemic, but what I've personally found is that I've been actually more unmotivated and more distracted this year than ever before at home. Can you relate? Well, I have something today that's gonna help you with all of that. Throughout my breakup this year, I found it's more important than ever to establish a routine of consistent prayer. That's where my friend Stephanie Mae Wilson's amazing and beautiful prayer journal called Every Single Moment comes onto the scene. For me, I want my prayer time to be more than just something I check off the list. You know, I want it to be the time I look forward to most every day as a way to pray for myself, praise God for what he's doing, and intercede on behalf of others. Every single moment has helped me to stay on track, be focused, and get re-excited about my prayer time every day. I also love that in the prayer journal, it helps you navigate what you're feeling and what you're processing through different journal prompts, and it encourages you to get really real with God and yourself about what you're really feeling and where you're really at. Here's some of the things that every single moment helps you sort through. How to be more content about being single. How to become the best version of yourself. How to get out of your comfort zone. How to date with purpose and intentionality. How to love yourself and be more confident. How to break through your fears of rejection in relationships. How to get ready for marriage. How to know what to look for in a spouse. How to learn from the past so you can step into a beautiful future. With the new year coming up super fast, you just might want to treat yourself to some extra mental care or just start the year off fresh and new. So I want to encourage you to buy this prayer journal, either for yourself or even for a friend, my goodness. And the exciting part is that Stephanie today is offering us Heart of Dating People 15% off her journal by using the code HEART. All you have to do is go to smaywilsonshop.com and enter the code HEART for 15% off. Today is the day, friend. You can start finding hope, start praying for your future spouse, start developing a consistent and rich prayer rhythm now that will carry you into the new year. Today is when you start loving your single life more than ever before, and you start finding the blessings in every single moment. Go to smaywilsonshop.com and use our very special promo code HEART for Heart of Dating listeners, and you'll get 15% off. I'll just speak for men. Yeah. I wish this were not true, but a lot of times we're just oblivious. Yeah. And like, I'm not making an excuse for men. Yeah. We need to stop. That needs to stop being our mantra. Like, I'm calling it out. I'm calling out. I think a lot of times it's not even oblivious. It's passivity. And it's it's like, I'd just rather not. It's like a form of laziness. And I'll, oh, and I'll yeah. say I was oblivious or I didn't know, but it it's like, well, I just didn't want to, address it like it's just weird and it's guys would just rather not here's what I want to bring up in that and this is like a thing that I've talked about a lot like your intention as a dude may be like I just see this person as a friend so like I'm oblivious to the fact that they may be catching feels but I'm like do you your intention may be like I have no desire to like care but to date this person but you also have to think of how it's being received on the other end. I think it, it goes both ways. Don't just assume that just because someone's kind, they are into you, right? right? Or they like you more than a friend. But also 
if you're talking to that person frequently, constantly checking in with them and opening up to them very intimately, then I just, do you ever think at all that maybe this person would ever like you? Does that make sense? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, <laughs> yeah, it could go so many ways. Yeah, someone, could just be, <laughs> someone could be wrongly assuming, yes. which is like, you shouldn't assume. You should, yeah. you should know. Like you should don't live in the assumption phase or the I don't know phase, like know what you're doing, know what you're communicating always and like do check-ins constantly. Yeah. I have a, I have a female friend that we constantly reestablish boundaries, even if we don't cross them. Exactly. It's like, Hey, yeah. remember we don't hang out one-on-one. We don't, I don't call you about deep, long talks. Yeah. I don't text you just to text you all the time. Like yeah. there are just things, but that doesn't mean I don't care about you. If you need me, let me know. Like I want to be there for you, but I'm not going to like be there all the time because that's just not what we, what we are. And like, yeah. that's going to be another man's job one day. Yeah. It's just not mine. And that's the hard part too with male female friendships. Again, I believe you can have them. And I also believe that there's a level that they change when you're seriously dating, eventually when you're married, you know, like, mm -hmm. so thinking about, yes, I can have a person of the opposite gender in my life. How much are they one of my top, top people? Because that changes, you know, you're investing so much in this one person of the opposite gender. And then you find someone you want to seriously date that the dynamic will change. It, it should has to. change, yeah, you know, it has like, to. yeah. And that's what I think a lot of times what we don't, we don't even realize that we're getting here. Yeah. We don't realize until it's too late that we're there. So for me personally, although I believe they exist, I'm just, I always tell girls like, I'm just not looking for another gal pal necessarily. Like I'm not looking for, an, I'm, a, I'm just at the place where I am looking for a spouse so why get that close to someone that I can't see anything with? Hopefully a spouse isn't far away. So like it's going to have to change anyway. So like why create ties? Why create? Now does it mean that I can't be kind to people and like spend time with people and like, you know, get to know people and all the things that just normal people do. Right. But I just, I'm thinking about it. And if I ever feel the the, the desire to start investing in a relationship with the opposite sex, I ask myself, why invest in something that isn't going to be a committed relationship? And when I say invest, I mean invest. Yes. Like, yeah. you, you know what I'm yeah. saying? No, totally. Like, like best friend status. Yeah. You know? It's like, yeah. why, do, why at this age and at this mm. season, like why do that? Like, and, and so I think like things just change as seasons go. Yes. Like, in college, I had so many more close girlfriends, yes. not more than guys, but I did have like, you know, yeah. probably a good like six or seven. Yeah. And now, maybe one or two right maybe yeah and it just changes because it's like again girls are watching and if they're like man he's hanging out with girls all the time and hitting up girls all the time like that's kind of sketchy and like and not he's not in a relationship with any of them why is that like it, it causes confusion and right that's just not, that's not I, I feel like that and that's some guys i've dated in the past that have had so many female friends have been like it's not bad like i have no bad intentions with it I just like like love hanging out with women. And then somebody I did date would like meet up one-on-one -on -one with girls that wouldn't even tell me. And I was like, I'm sorry. I, I am not comfortable with that. Yeah. Nor do I think any girl that I personally know is also comfortable with that. Yeah, that's weird. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Okay. Okay. And if they if you are going to meet up with that person in the very least, that needs to be run through the person you're dating in mm -hmm. the very least, you yeah. know, like that, that's the thing, right? And that's where I think stuff like that is why all these leaders would say, just don't do it. It's like yeah. not worth it. And like, I get, I appreciate that heart of like, they do care for us and they've seen so much hurt and they've seen so much like 
pain. And so I would, yeah, I would just say, Hey, know yourself. Like there's so much power in self-awareness. And if you can't have, if, if you can't keep it as like the kind of friendship that we're talking about, just don't do it. Right. Like the Bible says, if your hand causes you to sin, cut it off. So if you find yourself in this pattern of man, every time I get close to women, I end up hurting them or I end up, it it turns into a friendationship or whatever. It's not worth it. Like be kind, be polite, but like, just don't do it. Now, if you're going, no, I have a little more stability. I know myself. I can, I can, I'm not afraid to have the hard conversations. I'm not afraid to fight for clarity. I'm not afraid of all these things. Then like do that, but do it. In, do it with guys being aware if you're a guy, girls being aware if you're a girl. And like you said, prioritize them correctly. Don't make them your go-to. Don't make them your first yeah. call. Don't make them your late night call. Yeah. Treat them like a an appropriate friendship. Yes. And you need to know your individual boundaries. That's what it comes down to with yeah. that. Like know yourself and then know what your boundaries are. I think we're just not doing that work of analyzing ourselves and like what's really going on in our hearts. Like I had to sit back a few years ago and say, oh, I am receiving a lot of validation from men, even just my male friends who I have no interest in dating. So for a season, I had to cut out a lot of those male friendships because I realized just how much I was getting personally that needed healing, mainly through God and female friends, you know? And so it was like, not forever. I have guy friends now, but I'm very much aware that that's a pattern of mine in the past. So I'm going to always be like bringing that to my attention. Like, why am I texting this guy friend more often? You know, and you need to know your tendencies and have people in your life that also know those tendencies and then set appropriate boundaries. And then my last thing I'll just say is like, if for some reason somebody catches feels just like this just needs to be brought up and you can still move forward even if somebody catches feels and it doesn't and the other person doesn't feel it right and we talked about that in a previous episode like it doesn't have to ruin the friendship yeah (laughs) you know like you can you things will have to change yes but that's they should have changed even before that was expressed. Things should already have had to change before that was even expressed. If you're, does that make sense? Like if you're there, like no matter what change was coming. Yes. So now just change and then be civil friends again. Like it's okay. It's fine. Like at that phase of life, people are looking and they're searching and like, there's nothing wrong with catching feels. It's wrong. If you are staying in that, and like letting that friendship, quote unquote, fulfill that desire of like a relationship and all of that. And just like you're, you're isolating yourself and not talking about it. And it's snowball effect getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And then what do you know? You know, that person gets a girlfriend or that. Yeah, and you're gets a now, you feel rejected and crushed and you're like, oh, my gosh, it's because I put so much stock. And in that person's this- like, huh? Yeah. You liked me? <laughs> like, wait, what? Yeah. I did not even, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's so. just like wisdom for your own self and guarding yeah. your own heart, right? Totally. Like, hey. All right, JD. Awesome. Hard Good conversation. Stuff. This is a hard combo. Yeah, it's, it's controversial. It might result in hard combos. <laughs> so good luck out there. This is you. Ayo, go have those hard combos. Peace. This show is part of the Converge Podcast Network.